0: We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What a blessing it is to be once again here in the studio where we can pray and talk about God's Word. And I pray in the name of Yeshua that all the listeners would just sense the power of your spirit, that when we pray, Lord, there is a excitement, a zeal, an understanding of being in your presence. And so, Lord, I pray that as uh, I speak this, this day, that it would be your words And that it would be your thoughts and your heart. And truly, that prayer would be the heart of Messiah. Amen and amen. Well, um, I pray that everybody's doing well. We're, as you know, in January, we've gone back to some basics, talking about discipleship and uh, who is God and what he has given us and what is our response And then uh, we talked about the authority that God has given us and also what uh, we started with prayer last week. And so uh, it's great to talk about this subject. I love it. And uh, before we begin, I just mentioned to you that we are blessed by your finances helping us to stay on the radio program. We appreciate your generosity. Uh, I do have a couple of wonderful booklets that I'd like to either email you or send you or, uh, you know, one is called 2021 Stand on God's Word, which are 39 scriptures for you to pray and proclaim in the coming year. And the other is called The Prayer Organizer, which I've talked uh, from last week and now this week once again. And I'd love for you to get that to uh, really solidify your time with the Lord. Um, And then for the kids, uh, actually, it's not for the kids. It's for the grownups to read with the kids is the Grow With Me Bible. I I just love this Bible. It's it's the standard TLV translation, but it's only 52 stories from the Bible, from the Old and the New Covenants. And they're abridged. Um, so that they'll be relatively short. But still, it's scripture, and you can talk about this with your kids. And then there's a coloring page at the end. Uh, Look, it's $30 if we send it to you, $25 if you pick it up from our office. Uh, Please call 813-831-5673. We'll make arrangements. Love for you to visit us as well. Uh, that would be terrific. Uh, we have different locations. You can check our Sharesh David website and also our Sharesh David Facebook pages. So uh, join with us there. And as we talk about prayer uh, in the coming weeks, because uh, this is a subject that probably takes a little while to talk about, uh, but if you don't believe that you've been given the authority, It will be very hard for you to pray. So I pray that you will sense that God has given you the authority. And authority means the right to command and enforce obedience. And the enemy must flee when we pray, when we praise God, when we worship him. And uh, last week we defined prayer as requesting of God with confidence and faith to do something that is believed to be in his will by our dependency and authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. Amen. And a final quick review of last week uh, concerning the quiet time. It includes praise, uh, where you then you confess your sins and you forgive others. You uh, listen for God's voice. You proclaim God's word. You pray for yourself, you intercede for others, and you give thanks to the Lord. Now, it doesn't have to always be in this order, yet I like it. It doesn't always have to include everything. Uh, There are really no rules, but uh, it's always good to have guidelines, right? And so that's really what this uh, teaching is all about. Uh, take what you want from it. I I believe it's valuable because we want to be in God's presence, and uh, that is the key issue. So uh, last week we covered praising God, confessing our sins, forgiving others, proclaiming um, uh, God's Word, and prayer for ourselves. So this week, We are left with intercession and giving thanks and maybe a summary of all those things. So in my prayer organizer, I have the following general prayer. And after I give this prayer, then we'll get a little more specific. So this is coming under, under being an intercessor, praying for others. May the power of God's Spirit bless my family. My congregation, my friends, with a revived heart for you, as we seek you, provide us with prosperity, clarity, wisdom, abundance, understanding, knowledge, discernment, good health, creativity, a sound mind, success, favor, and godly thoughts in the name of Yeshua. And I'm sure there's more than that, but uh, that was the list that I had. And so now let's look at something more specific. Uh, When we intercede, uh, I believe it's helpful to make a list of those people you are interceding for. It'll change from time to time, uh, maybe even every day. And there will be a crossover between categories, as I'll show you in a second. So here are the list of categories that I came up with that we are to pray for others. We're to pray for our family, right? Our congregation, our friends. We pray for healing for people who are struggling, sick or or emotionally or in any of those ways, financially. Uh, We pray for jobs and finance. We pray for neighbors and coworkers. We pray for the United States of America We pray for Israel. We pray for the world. And then we write down our answers, the things that you have done, God, to answer our prayer. So you might might start out praying for a family member, and they might have a sickness. So you're praying for them, and you're praying for healing, which are two of our intercessory categories, which is fine. We're going to mix it up a little. Let's start. With praying for our family. Now, you can either pray from your heart and mind, or you can pray scripture over them. You can pray for them in general, like I just did, or you can have specific prayers for something that each one might be going through. And then you pray for your relationship with them, making sure that your relationship with them is an excellent one and their relationship with others, right? So an example of praying scripture over a family member, let's say that the person you're praying for um, uh, lacks discipline in some areas. So you might pray Hebrews twelve eleven over them. Now, all discipline seems painful at the moment, not joyful. But later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And I pray that my family member will be trained by it. I pray that my family member, it will yield for them peaceful fruit. They will be motivated to be disciplined, and they won't see it as a chore, but they will love the fact that they are serving you, something of that nature. You get the sense of what I'm saying? Okay. So when you pray for your congregation, you might include a number of different things. As an example, pray for leadership. Oh, Lord, we need it. (laughs) We definitely need it. And not just for the pastor or the rabbi, but for the other leaders, leaders of ministry, just leaders in the congregation. Also pray for the congregants, especially those you know who are going through difficulties, whether it's financial difficulties or relationship difficulties or emotional difficulties or job difficulties, whatever it is. And then um Third, I would pray for the ministries. Uh, You know, if you have a children's ministry, pray for the children. If you have a homeless ministry, pray for that to be effective. If you have a ministry that goes out and shares your faith, pray for that, and so on. Think of all the ministries, all the different ways that you, uh, your congregation ministers and pray for that. The greeters, the ushers, the sound, the 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 worship leaders, right? All of that needs prayer. And then I believe we, uh, certainly in congregations, we need to pray for unity. Unity is such a big area on God's heart, and it's such a difficult area for us, because as soon as we disagree, we feel like we're no longer in unity. And and God wants to do something with that really so pray for that pray for the power of God's spirit to fall on us to revive us to revive the leadership to revive the congregation to revive you know just to be in his presence to sit at, at, at with the lord and and so on that um pray for God to direct the congregation, to make a difference in the community and, and be able to minister to the congregants and to all uh, that they seek to minister to. And so if you were praying for revival in the congregation, you might choose Psalm 85.5, which says, Restore us, O God, of our salvation and renounce your indignation with us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger from generation to generation? Will you not revive us again so your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Adonai, and grant us your salvation. Now, salvation can mean salvation spiritually, but it can also mean just save us from ourselves, save us from the things that we're going through, so show us your mercy, but revive us again so that the people may rejoice in you. What a great line to pray over the congregation. Amen? Now, some friends might be on your heart for different reasons. Pray for them, too. and um, But we'll skip that category because it's very similar to the what we've already been discussing. And uh, let's say, though, you, you know of a number of people who are sick, either physically sick or emotionally sick. Uh, Take scriptures and pray over them, like Jeremiah 17, 14. It says, heal me, Adonai, and I will be healed. But just change the pronoun. Heal them, Adonai, and they will be healed. Save them, and they will be saved. For you are their praise. You know? So that's how you would pray that scripture over them. Or Isaiah 53, 5. You were bruised or pierced because of our transgressions, crushed because of our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon you, Lord, and by your stripes we are healed. Oh, yes. Another favorite one of mine is Psalm 103, verse starting with verse 2, "'Bless Adonai, O my soul, and forget not his benefits.'" He forgives all your iniquity or their iniquity, and he heals all of their diseases. And so we pray that over people. You know, the next category I mentioned was jobs and finances. And I'm sure you know people who need jobs and who might be in financial trouble. So you might take something like Psalm 90, verse 17. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Don't you love that? Or Jeremiah that's what most people will will pray over people. I know the plans that I have in mind for you, declares Adonai. Plans for peace or shalom and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. And I love Deuteronomy 8.18. Rather, you are to remember Adonai your God for he gives you the power to make wealth in order to establish his covenant that he swore to your fathers that it, as it is this day. There are so many scriptures we could use. Philippians 4.19, My God will fulfill every need of yours according to the riches of his glory in Messiah Yeshua. Or Malachi 3.10, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Then there will be food in my house. Now test me in this, says Adonai Tzvaot. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out blessings for you until no one is without enough. So then you do similar things and you pray for your neighbors and your co-workers. By the way, you can see how prayer in the morning can take at least an hour. (laughs) I hope you can see that. And then we pray for the United States, and that could be prayer an hour alone. Oh, my goodness. I am so frustrated. But uh, God is on the throne, and I just have to pray. I pray for the revival, because I don't know what else will help our country. The desire for our country to stand for God and see the winds of revival rejuvenate our people and bring millions to the saving knowledge of God through Yeshua. And also Damascus wrote experience. It's not enough for people to say they know about God. They have to know God intimately, and so we pray for the president and the vice president and all the people around them uh, that they will have that kind of Damascus Road experience where they will be transformed and their hearts will be transformed. And so I love to pray in in those seven areas that influence a change in culture. I've already started praying with government because I, I talked about the president and we should pray for the Congress and the, and the Supreme court and, and just everything that is, that is connected to the government. We should pray for the media. Lord help the media. They are so complicit in, in, in our, our problems in our country and and so we need to pray for them not criticize them or or get after them just pray for them and and pray for our educational system as we seem to be becoming more progressive which is not good because we're changing what truth is and 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 so our kids need to learn the truth at least they have scripture to go by and and but not all of them and so we pray for our educational system we pray for businesses Oh, especially the big tech people, and 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 that power hasn't gone to their head, and that that they are. Oh Lord, there's so much to pray for, and arts and entertainment and sports people, and uh, and and people of faith, religious people, pastors, messianic rabbis, rabbis. We need to pray for them that their hearts will be tender to the Lord, and and speak only the words that that. God has given us to speak, and we have to pray for the family because the breakdown of the family is one of the greatest problems that our country has. And if the man would be the, 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 who God has caused us or, or t- called us to be. And and the woman would be, uh, the wife would be what she's been called to be, and the the children. And and we just have to develop that relationship and and really see our families flourish in the Lord. And so I'll tell you, I get so excited about praying about these things. And when I think about our country, I want to pray for the underprivileged the underserved, the disenfranchised, the people who feel they have no opportunity. We need to pray that they, first of all, get an opportunity, and secondly, see it as an opportunity and go after the opportunity. And so we need to pray. We need to pray that churches and synagogues will provide opportunities as well as businesses and so on. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) We need to pray for Israel. Oh, we are to be watchmen on the walls for Israel. We're not to let God get tired until Israel's the praise in all the earth. And and we want to see Israeli revival. We want to see Jewish people and coming to know the Lord. We want to see that all throughout the world. We want to see uh, that the Messianic movement in Israel would be anointed to share God's love. and And millions would accept Yeshua as their Messiah. And so we pray for Israel spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, relationship. They're going through such tough times right now with COVID. They even closed down the airport for a week. So let us pray for Israel and 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 just make sure that we have Israel on our heart, and we should pray for the world as well. We need to pray for countries that hate us like Iran and North Korea and and, and China and, and who want to take us over or destroy us. And so we have to pray for these countries, and we pray for uh, how our Congress. Uh, will deal with them and our president will deal with them and so on and so forth. And don't forget to write down answers to prayers. When you see God moving, write it down so you'll remember so that you will have continued faith and confidence that what we should pray for uh, because we will have seen God acting. And and so, uh, look, we've got to pray and and then know that God answers and God does answer in so many ways. So finally, I would say the the next thing that I do in my prayer time is I pray for what I call the third most important thing to pray about. Well, the first is my relationship and love for God. A second is my relationship and my love for others. Third is sharing with others the greatest gift they could ever receive and that is Yeshua but I don't have time to really finish that portion so I just once again pray that you'll be back with us next week if you can support us financially that would be great don't forget just ask for the two booklets we'll know what to send you one's stand on God's word the other is the prayer organizer we'll send them both or we'll email them to you or we'll show you how to get them from our website and don't forget the Grow With Me Bible. What a great opportunity to work with your children and your grandchildren to get them excited about the Word of God. I mean, this is really what we're talking about Families and getting families excited about the Lord and praying together and so on, so this Bible is going to help, and then they 're going to color it, and you know you can tear out the coloring pages from this Bible and make a scroll of just your coloring pages to remind you it 's so cool, any rate, thirty dollars each if you uh, pick if you want it mailed twenty five dollars if you pick it up from us. Call our office, 813-831-5673. Let's close in prayer. Lord, I just pray for everyone who is listening to uh, my voice that they would get so excited about prayer and praying for everyone in their circle Uh, whether it's friends, family, co-workers, and congregation, and so on. I pray that they will get excited that God is listening and answering prayers. And I pray, O Lord, that they will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. So I thank you, Lord, for our listening audience and all who uh, really is seeking God this day. And I pray for all of them in the name of Yeshua, Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.